got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show today. Manhood Hour is coming up in the third hour. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773. That's 888 888- Seven seven five three seven seven three. My biblical question for today: Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? Have you ever thought about that? Why do I take sides? That's the biblical question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show. Listed on com slash show. com slash show. And anywhere in the world, anywhere, all four corners of the world, you can listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show on your iPhone or iPad by going to Talk stream by calling the talk stream line at 641 793 1500. That's 641 793 1500. And follow us, ring the bell, hit the like button on JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. I do appreciate it. I want to go quickly back to Allison. I had to put on hold because we ran out of time there. And she was talking about how she went and forgave. Now she feel better. Her life is working. And about to tell me that, Allison, you went and forgave your father as well? Yes. So um, I forgave my mother first when I was living with my father. Yes. So I was able to forgive her face to face. Um, I had uh, recently joined the Army uh, in 2021, so I forget, I had to forgive my father um, over the phone. Um, I just told him how I was sorry for hating him and for not protecting me from my stepmother, because yes. um, when I had uh, graduated from high school and moved with him, he was I was living with him and my stepmother along with my other brothers, which were uh, her kids. Wow. And, um, yeah, she was, ooh, when I tell you she was hell to live with, <laughs> boy, I felt, I, I feel like that was more motivation for me leaving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't want to stand in hell. <laughs> like, ooh, it was, when I tell you, she was hell. And I feel like she treated me like her mother treated her. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I, I also forgave her as well. What did she say when like, you forgave her? Uh, she was like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, here it go. <laughs> I was like, uh, I didn't feed into it. I just, because I felt like, you know, I could say she was getting angry. Yeah. So I was just like, um, I'm, I'm sorry for hating you because I know you can't help it. Your mother treated you. Uh, bad, and you was just projecting that on me, and she was like, mm, "Okay, I don't, I don't understand why you're forgiving me because I didn't do anything wrong." <laughs> and then, and then she just hung up the phone. What the? And, uh, yeah, what the? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then my dad he called and he was like, uh, "What did you say uh, to Tasha?" And I was like, 
uh, I didn't say nothing. I just forgave her. Nice. And he was like, boy, she hot. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh. boy. (laughs) It's crazy that you you can go to your parents or step-parents in your case, and you can say, I'm sorry for resenting you. And they get mad about that. It's not like... It's not like you're going there being all nasty and everything, but you're saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong for hating you. I realized you couldn't help right. it. And you would think that they would appreciate that, but they get angry about that. And that's because the ego in them, which is the nature of the devil, does not want to even consider that maybe it's wrong or that he is wrong, right? They don't want to face that at all. Right. It's always somebody else. I, I completely else. understand it. Yep. Yeah, and at the time, you know, being in that anger, I didn't realize it because the anger, like, consumed me. Yes. I was um, I was upset that my parents split up. I was upset that I was going through, you know, the, the mental issues with my mother when I was younger. Yeah. And and that was so, too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I uh, just, I just um, you know, forgave them uh, and everything. Nice. And, um... Yeah, so I'm in the army now. Oh, and by the way, I'm black. She's Here's what I want to tell you about thought. You're supposed to deal with, you know how, when I was in Alabama, I used to go down to the creek to go swimming and stuff like that. But then there was sometime, yeah, it just rained and the creek water was just flowing through fast. It was just flowing down the creek. And all we were able to do is sit there and watch the water flow, right? And that's how mm-hmm. thoughts are. You're supposed to let the thoughts just flow right through you in the way that water flow down an ocean or river or something like that. You're just watching them flow. Let it have its natural flow like a river and don't identify with it. It's going to with them because they're not you. They never have been you. And it's just going to get better and better. And after a while, the river will stop flowing and the water will disappear, meaning that you'll be done with the thoughts. 
So don't hold on to them. Just watch them flowing through you and knowing that it's not you at all. And God and, and, and the truth is working on your behalf. It's taking care of the flow of the thought. But if you try to stop the flow by believing the thoughts or identify with them, then they're going to bag up on you in a way that a river will, and they will destroy you. Just let them flow through you. It's not you at all. Okay. Are you doing the silent uh, prayer? Thank you, yes. Every morning, um, every night? Before, yes, every morning, every night. Um, I know sometimes I may uh, forget or whatever just because I'm so caught up at work. Right. But I try my best to do it morning um, before we do PT. And I really do it four times um, just because all the hell that I'm dealing with at work. Right. But I do it every every morning, uh, every uh, afternoon, like during lunchtime and uh, when I get off work. Nice. And during the day, if you find yourself caught up with all the stuff that's going on in you, you you heard about it, just take a moment and become aware of your body. Just a moment, quiet okay. moment, no matter where you are, just take a moment, be quiet, and become aware of your body. And then the mind will be with the body, and the body is where God is. He's in the present, right? And so just take a moment, practice that, and then get back to work and do what you're doing. And the hell that's in other people, at work and around you, the LGBs and all that crap. Don't judge them because they're going, they're in their imagination too, and they have identified with being who they are not. They are told that that's who they are, but they're not, so they cannot see. And so you don't have to be a part of their hell if you don't judge them. It's enough to see it, and you would know that it's wrong, but you understand why, and that way their hell will not become your hell. You'll go through your day amongst the devil at work and other people, and you will not be bothered by it at all because you will know that they cannot see and they can't help it. And that is your protection from becoming like what you hate because you will not judge them. You will not accept it as a right or wrong either, but you just won't be a part of their hell. You just do your job and go home. Okay. What do you think about that? Uh, it, it's amazing, <laughs> but um, it all makes sense yeah. because, um, you know, uh, every time I would, like, see them and stuff like that, and, you know, they be, you know, talking to me and stuff like that, I try not to, um, like, engage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I try to keep my distance. I, I still love them. But, you know, if they invite me out somewhere, I, I don't go. Right. Just say, no, thank you. Know? you. I can't. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going. And, and wish them well. In your heart, wish them well. Because they literally cannot see. They have accepted the not them as them. They think that they are a lesbian because or, or whatever they identify with. Because they have been told by the world that's who they are. And it's in their imagination and emotions, and they think that they are their thoughts and emotions. So they, they identify with it, and now they're stuck in it until they decide that this is not me. Mm-hmm. And so, and I have a question, Jesse. Yes. So um, I've been asking uh, God, uh, and I don't know if I should ask, but um, my purpose. Because I feel I, I know that there's a purpose in my life. Yes. But I don't I don't feel like this army life is is you know a longevity for me. Right. I feel like there's more out there. It's just that I don't I'm not sure, and I and I don't want to um, I don't want to dictate you know how my life should go. Nice. Because it's up to God. Yeah. And, so- and like I. Go ahead. No, finish your question. Go ahead. And what I want to do is I I want to um, maybe talk to young women, especially Christian women, because, you know, being here, I've I've gone through, like, a lot, um, just in life, you know what I'm saying? 
and I want to help Christian women, it, well, women in general, on how to, um, res, you know, resist that temptation, don't fall into it. Right. Because there's a lot of women that, you know, they think, you know, having, you know, being a slut, you know. <laughs> what a being slut! A slut. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like, you know, being a slut is okay. Yeah. And, um... I've I've dealt, you know, with, you know, my whole issue with that. And um I I wanna tell them that you you don't go that route, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um I I just okay, so maybe I shouldn't ask God like what my purpose is. Maybe I should just wait. One hundred percent. You don't need to ask God for anything. Because when okay. you ask like that, you're really asking the devil to give that to you. Uh, oh, what is that? I want to do this. And the devil will give you that, and it won't work for you. And so you need to overcome, let go of all your desires and all your wants. Let them go okay. and just be still and observe the darkness, which is the imagination, and do your best at work. And when it's time come to to get out of the army, if you want to leave, leave. And one thing will lead to another one. And I promise you that you will find yourself doing your purpose, and it will be mind-blowing. It will find you, as it says in the Scripture, you don't need to look for it. Your purpose will find you. And you're on the right track of overcoming and not you. And as you're overcoming and not you, you're becoming you. And in you, which is inside of you, your purpose is there. It's not on the outside. You're not going to find it anywhere in the world. But as you're overcoming the the darkness, the not you, your purpose is already there, and you will naturally see it, and you will not be able to help yourself but to do it. And no one or nothing will be able to stop you. It wouldn't even be a battle because it would be as natural as the sunlight or drinking water, it will find you. Don't worry about that. Okay. Just be grateful right now. You're in the military. You have a job. You're doing what you do. And when the time is up and you want to, don't want to reenlist, you don't have to just go and do the next thing that's in front of you because there will always be something in front of you to do. And just have a good attitude about it. And you will find yourself doing your purpose. It will find you. Okay. Thank you, Jesse. No, yeah, so don't get in your head about what my purpose. I want to do my purpose. And the devil said, well, how about helping women? And you're like, yeah, I want to help women. And, and you'll find yourself going down the road of destruction. But if you let all thoughts go about those things or anything, you will go down the road of life and not of death. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Stay with it. This is an amazing call. I can hear the angels in heaven singing. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear them singing. So stay on that path, the straight and narrow, and don't get into thoughts about anything. Let all thoughts go. Let them just flow through you like a river, water flowing out of a river. All right? Okay. Amazing. Uh, thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. Can Ama- I call you again? Anytime you like. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Have a nice day. You too. Take care now. Amazing call. You can either stay in the hell that you're in, or you can take charge of your life and overcome it. But you got to work on you. No one else can do it for you. Men and women. You got to work on you. You got to overcome thoughts. Thoughts, first, you got to overcome anger and then thoughts because anger feeds the thoughts. Does Satan live off the anger, right? And the light will destroy the thoughts, which is all thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. About anything. Josh has waited a long time out of Georgia. Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you calling. 
Yes, sir. I, that was a great call from her, man. That same thing. Is, that's exactly what I'm dealing with in my life. Yeah. Every human being uh, on this side of heaven is dealing with the same thing, but most are not dealing with it because they have accepted their hell as a norm. They're they're not happy with it, but they have accepted it as a norm. But men like you and ladies like, um, uh, what's her name? Huh? Allison. Allison. I'm sorry. I'm black and slow, Allison. Like Allison, they're working on it, and so they're seeing the hell that's in the imagination and overcoming it. But most people are not. They love their hell. Right, right. And, and when you said the thoughts back up, or, or or if you believe them or if you accept them, they back up. That's what keeps happening with me in particular. Like, I watch them. Some days, they, they, I, I guess I still believe them, and I can't stop. Yeah, you got to just watch them, and you will get to the point where they'll just flow through you. You won't, you won't. You you see them, but you would know that they're not you, so they'll pass right through you, and there would not be any emotions attached to it at all. But while you're overcoming that, you will have some emotions attached to it because you're not going to catch right. them. You're not going to catch, catch them, them afterwards, right? right. Comes afterwards when I realize it, right? Yeah. And so when that does happen, though, that's know your inner thought, relax in the pain, and let it pass. Even if it doesn't pass right away, it will pass through you. Right. Gotcha. And, but don't judge yourself. Don't let the devil tell you, oh, it's not working. Yeah. I thought you were right. over thoughts and you know, this and that. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. Yep. Yep. That ain't no joke, man. That, that, that runs deep. Amazing. But, uh, oh, I said amazing. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I was just calling answer the biblical question, though, man. Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? Yeah, I uh, I got to you know really looking at myself why I take sides, and I I come to the conclusion that it's a it's just another vice, you know. Um, it just makes me feel good. It's like <laughs> it's like out of pride, and um, you know, it, it's either it, it it always leads to something dumb, like me arguing with somebody else, getting a dumb argument, yeah, or um, getting into a, what else? You know, joining some group. That's that's another thing. Yeah, it, it leads you to join a group. I think yep. someone. I think. The people on your side are your friend, which is a lie as well, and it's a setup. I see, you know, it's a setup. Your friends are your enemies, and your enemies are not your friend. So, yep. so you take sides because it's like a vice; it makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't even think I should. should it's just like. Just like uh, any smoking or drinking, you know, it's like um, um, I shouldn't even call my. I don't. I wouldn't say I. I do that because yeah, it's just like a rush. I called Hake last week about that. Um, that guy in Memphis that got killed, and you know, I, I wanted to. It's like a urge in me to like, <laughs> you know, that to say that man. This story is all a bunch of BS and. I'm on the police's side, and them cops, they got it hard in Memphis, you know, it's the blackest city in America. To be a Memphis cop, you know, they have to be like that. You know, but we don't even know all the details of the crime, you know. Right. We don't even know what he did or what kind of drugs he was on. or But something in me wanted to argue, you know, to take a side, to take the opposite side of Al Sharpton, you know. <laughs> so that urge, so that's a lie. Very well, interesting, man. Yeah. That's interesting. Before it yeah. became a biblical question, were you aware that you were taking sides? Yeah, I was. And did you think it, that was a good thing? Or the right thing? No, I mean, I always used, you know, my, my old girlfriend used to always want to argue all the time, and 
I knew it was nothing ever came out of it. And, you know, social media is a breeding ground for argument. You know, the YouTube comment section, the chat is a breeding ground for arguments. It's right. taking a certain side, flat earth, you know, Israelites, <laughs> you know, all it's a million different. <laughs> That's, that's people use that as advice, like smoking and drinking. Yeah, to see what they want to argue with somebody. Amazing. And, um, do you believe yeah. that even though you're not there yet with it, do you believe you can live a life without taking sides? I do. I do. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I don't know when, but there ain't nothing else to, to pursue in life. You know. Amazing. There is nothing greater or more fun than working on yourself. I mean, it it gets to a point where it's the greatest fun that you can ever have in life is to work on yourself and overcome the blindness, the darkness. It is mind-blowing, man. Nice. Look forward to it. Well, Josh, I appreciate your response to the biblical question. And I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you for it, man. All right. I look forward to it, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. 888-7753-773. Let me go to David out of Virginia. David, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thank you. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, David. Uh, yeah, I want to apologize for one thing, because I'm I did lie about my mother being 1,600 miles away from me. She's actually like 900 miles away from me. Oh, okay. The first time I, I wanted to apologize, I realized I lied about that. But I haven't yet, uh, you know, gotten touched and forgiven her yet. But I've been working on the silent prayer for a couple of weeks. and But I wanted to answer in on the biblical question. Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? Well, I, I believe I've taken sides. It's, uh, it's, I, I'm, I've seen, even as a child and all the way up to my life right now, I've, I've just been angry and thought that I was doing the right thing, doing it for God. And, and I, I, I just, I believe I'm, I'm actually, I'm trying to do something like by myself with even out God. So I believe that's why I've took sides, you know. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. But it does. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, I mean, David. I mean, I've, I've been angry and angry, and I'm angry, I feel like, for God, but at the same time, I'm human, and, you know, I'm trying to do things my way and still letting him control it. Yeah, yeah. So. Are you able uh, to FaceTime with your mother? Well, I'm I'm working on that now. Okay. Oh, uh, yes, sir. I am working on it. Good, because you, you know I understand you live far away from her. You can Facetime, and if push comes to shove, there you just can't get down there to see her. You can't Facetime. You may have to call her and talk to her on the phone. Okay. Yeah, it's All not right. like you're not like restricted, right? And so whatever. No, Whatever is easy for you, you know, to do, because the sooner you do it, the quicker you will be free of her. That anger will disappear. It will be taken away from your heart. All right. Yeah, I just, we just, uh, it's a lot going on. We have a big family, and a lot of us is going to separate it and move apart from each other. Yeah, that's fine. But stay with the prayer. And if you can't FaceTime with her, give her a phone call. All right. All right. Okay, thank you, Jesse. And I just I want to say, man, I, I believe that you are a tool that's been sent to me from God, man. I, I really feel like you're a tool in my toolbox. So right I appreciate on. everything. You're welcome, man. Let me know how it goes, all right? Okay, I will. God bless you. God bless you. I got to take a quick break. Back in a moment. Back in a moment. I have books that are amazing. I highly recommend you get them. 
for seven guaranteed steps to spiritual, family, and financial success. Guy, even if you're not starting a business, but you have a job, or you're on welfare, it can help you if you do. Be doers of the word, all right? From rage to responsibility. From rage. That's what I write about in the first chapter, especially how I overcame. Scam. How the black leadership exploits black Americans. They are using them. And blacks are too willing to be used. And then my last book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. They are all amazing books, and they are helpful. Go to rebuildingtheman.com if you want an autographed copy, or call 800-411-2663. Seven seven five three, seven seven three. Um, super chat. Super super. Super chat. Super super. super. Okay. <laughs> Let me pull them up real quick. Got them right here. What's that I'm looking at? I'm looking at. I got the side camera set up. Oh. So I thought James was gonna run in here. Oh, I see. <laughs> He's back. And he's here. You're getting a lot of exercise. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome. Anyways, welcome, Super Chatters. Thank you so much. Starting with Rumble from Deus Intra. Deus. Deus Intra. What did you say? I, uh, uh, I said Deus. And what Deus. He told me it's Deus. Oh. Deus intra, which means God within, in Latin, I think. Nice. I and what did they say? Deus intra. What? I said it fast. Deus. Deus, deus intra. It's like all one word. <laughs> <laughs> that is clearly deus. Like nice. For God? Right. God within. Oh. Anyways, deus intra says, great show, does faith mean walking the ways of death? Does faith mean walking the ways of death? I don't know. I don't understand the question. Interesting question, though, but I don't understand it. Thank you. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard or thought of that. Me uh, From Streamlabs, Jay donates, says, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for the super chat. Thank you, Jay. We got another one from Streamlabs. Prince Vibes says, Anger is food for the demonic spirit. Strongholds exist within our mind. Anger is the glue that's holding us hostage to them. Starve evil by stopping feeding it. First step, silent prayer, forgive parents, and also, Hake, try Health Aid Pop. It's a healthy option drink. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And one uh, diamond from DLive uh, from Why, George, God, Why? Oh, Lord, why, George, Lord, Lord, why, George? (laughs) Why, George, God, why, asks, is it wrong to have a hero? Wrong in the sense that you should not have one. And... It's not a hero anyway. It's only in your mind that it's a hero. That doesn't make a hero just because you think it. All thought, all lies, all the time about anything. And as soon as you get mad with your hero, they either say or does something that you don't like. They're no longer a hero. Now your thought thinks something else about them. So it's just a thought. It's not real anyway. Amazing. Amazing. I believe that is all for now. Thank you so much. Sheriff Joe Arpaio has a hero. Who is his hero? Donald J. Trump. Nice. If you got to have one. <laughs> Let me see what he has to say today. Let's go. 
I don't frankly have time for total political correctness. And this country doesn't have time either. Thank you, Mr. Uh, President. Did you know that he gave a response to the uh, State of the Union? I he gave it, his own State of the Union. Maybe I, not a response. I bet it was better than Sarah Sanders. Her thing was a mess. I think it probably was. My mama, my mama, my mama had cancer. I had cancer. What did I do with the State of the Union after? <laughs> and who cares? The little clip I saw of Trump, uh-huh. he was reading, though. So it wasn't as, didn't have the life that it normally does. When, when it comes naturally. Yeah. Nice. Let, so thank you all for your super chats. Yes. I appreciate it. <laughs> watch Sarah thing. Sarah, here's Sarah's Oh, Sarah. you want to watch it? So I stay here and watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get this one. Call us on the line. Hold on. Hate will get to you in a minute. Okay. Uh, here's Senator Sanders responding to that nothing so-called State of the Union last night. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Yeah, the comments were the ones that you were talking about this morning. Let me pull it up right here, and we'll watch it. In this interesting format, I have it pulled up on the other computer. Bingo. Unmute, and we'll play it. (laughs) Nice. And resilient. Five months ago, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. It was a hard time for our family, particularly our kids, Scarlett, Huck and George, but we kept our faith and persevered. Thanks to exceptional doctors here in Arkansas, a successful surgery, and the grace of God, I am cancer-free. Through it all, I couldn't help but think about my mom. She was 20 years old and into her first year of marriage when she was diagnosed with spinal cancer. The doctors told her she might not live and if she did live, they said she'd never walk again. And if she did walk, she'd definitely never have children. The daughter she was told she'd never have was just sworn in as the new governor of Arkansas and is speaking to you tonight. Adversity and fear of the unknown can paralyze us, but faith propels us to charge boldly ahead. We can't stand still in the face of great challenges. You and I were put on this earth for such a time as this to charge boldly. Good part coming up. I'll be the first to admit President Biden and I don't have a lot in common. I'm for freedom. He's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. Right here. And at 80, he's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state. He's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. Jeez. It goes on for like another 10 minutes, but those Uh, those are the good parts. What an ego trip. Cry me a river. My mom and me, when we had cancer, we're supposed to be feeling sorry for her. Why is she telling us that? Nice. Why? One. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Why? Those good parts. <laughs> Those good parts. That's interesting. Like her mother got cancer at 20, and her mother was married at 20. It was, Dang, the good old days. What's interesting about it? Women used to get married at 15. I know, but, but to me what does that have to do with that little fake address that her thing was as bad as um, it was it, all about her? That's that's true, but I had cancer. It's a nice My reminder. mama had cancer. <laughs> I'm the first woman. And, the, and what does that that's have to a, do with how the cow ate the cabbage? Nothing, but I like it. It's interesting. Why? Like People Magazine is interesting. Why? That oh, is, I don't know if People Magazine is interesting. <laughs> but, why the way is, a car crash is interesting? What do you mean? Daily Mail. I like Daily Mail. Right. <laughs> it's just human interest. Why is that interesting at all? Well, Last it's, it's night, not a state of the union. She's supposed to be addressed, followed up on the address of a state of the union thing. Right. What did it have to do with her mama? She's the first woman. She's this. That's all ego. It's, an, it's nice if Give she's talking. Give her finger. If she's, whoa, if she's talking like in <laughs> sharing a little bit in church. If she shared that in church, it would be a nice little But she went story. in church. I know. She was at a state of the union response. <laughs> hey, likes people. What? Hake likes people. Evidently. <laughs> I like people. Like hate, there was hate. nothing in there. <laughs> there was nothing in there that says 
how how is she going to make the country better? She's not. She's a woman. She's the first woman <laughs> governor of Arkansas. She's bragging. Whoa, Arkansas? Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. True. But you liked it. I didn't like the part of, of her being like a woman governor and mama. blah, blah, blah. And her, yeah. Where's her mama now? I don't know. Maybe is she that. still married to, is she still alive and married to, uh, I have no Mike, idea. To Mike, Mike Huckabee? Huckabee? What did you think about it? Your, your honest opinion about it. Well, it's the part I only saw. I really didn't see her response, but you were talking about it and yeah. I had to get it. Yeah. And what we saw, that's not a win. She's like, oh, I'm the first woman. That's not a win. That's kind of like the yeah. the the, that's the thing that's bringing light. us down. But it, it was nice. Is. She was talking about. I like the way she was talking about faith and being bold. She yeah. has no faith. Well, but it's nice to say that's it. cold. She <laughs> has no. You're faith. cold, Jesse. You don't have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all she has is bragging. Yeah, I. I that that's part all is, she has. Uh, and she quoted Ruth or Esther. Maybe you were appointed the the uncle of Esther. Who is Esther? Esther in the Bible. Where's Esther now? <laughs> she she lives in it, heaven. It, 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 in, the, in the in the cloud Esther of uh, witnesses. But just like Esther, where's Esther uncle? In the cloud of witnesses. He's in the great cloud of witnesses. I'll Thank rest, you. I rest my case. <laughs> Ruth and her daddy. But I maybe mean, Sarah uncle. Sanders was appointed for such a time as this. To keep us down. <laughs> the t- that old such a time as this line all the time. <laughs> to brag Grange. about she's the first woman, her mama and cousin. She had, why, what does that have to do with the state of the union? That's our great failure, not our great success. And if she overcast her, why keep talking about it? She has two siblings and they're both male. What happened to them? How come they didn't become governors? I my David case. Huckabee and John Mark Huckabee. Is she married? Mama. Yeah, Sarah Sanders is married. Well, why did her husband become mayor? He's a stay-at-home dad. No, I, I, that was a joke. <laughs> I don't want to put out bad info. That was right. a joke. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was. <laughs> Amazing. And that is all for now. Okay. <laughs> yes, Jace? I'm just looking for her husband's name. I can't find it. It's Sanders. No, I know, mean, but, but mean first name. I I see all this lieutenant governor and press secretary information because she's had all these different titles. Oh, that woman spouse do. Brian Sanders married in 2010, three children. Amazing. Hmm. So be- three children, presumably under 13, assuming that she had the children within wedlock, which is a safe assumption, right? She must be beta. He must be beta. Let her run for. Whatever she is. Because all she did was brag about how wonderful she is and what her, her mama went through. I'm so sick of that. Anyway, thank you all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank all you. right, thank you. Another applause for the Super Chatters. Amazing. Oh, amazing. James, who is on four? Calandra? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let me go to Calandra out of Tennessee. Calandra, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Uncle Jesse. Good morning, Calandra. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? All is well. Good. Hey, I was just wanting to ask you a um, question. Okay, I've been doing the solemn prayer consistently. Good. Um, morning, afternoon, and night as well. Sometimes when I lay down, it, yeah, I... I Drift off to sleep, <laughs> but I do make sure <laughs> I do make sure I do it um, every day. Okay, but for some but for some reason I just felt like more emotions may make more emotions and maybe more thoughts are possibly getting louder. Is that possible? Yes, because you are okay. now becoming aware of them. They have always been there. Are you Are you watching the show right now? I am. Okay, so you see me, right? I do. Okay, these are your thoughts. This is you. And you've been living with them all your life until you start to become aware that you're not your thought. So you've been living in them. And when you realize, I am not my thoughts, and God started to bring you out of them, but while you're in them, they are loud, they are busy, they distract you all the time. 
They have made you do and believe things that's not true, and you thought it was you. So they've always been loud. It's just that now that you're coming out and you're seeing them and you're aware of them, you just notice how loud they are now. And if you stay with it, they will not be able to control you. You will no longer believe lies. and You'll be in the world but not of it. But they have always been loud. You just didn't know it until now. Yeah, because it's like it's it's literally sitting like right in front of me. <laughs> like they're literally right there in yes. there. Like and and it's like and I I've noticed like and I know it's not me. You know, yes. I, it's like I'm more. I'm not more frustrated, but I. I the spirit of you know, I guess the anger, the spirit of anger, it's just more. It's like it's like it's there, and it's like, and I just like I find myself, and I just like, like why is this like like this? And I was just like, but you know, I, I have to remember that you know it's gonna be like this because it's you know I'm doing a solemn prayer, yeah, and um, and that's it. I have to go through it, and it's like, and it's painful. You know, it's 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 painful, but but I I go through it. I don't overreact or anything like that. I may get a little emotional, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I I I don't like overreact and nice. like I normally like I would normally do. Yeah, and so that that's I know it's a growing thing, you know. And, and let's say that you do. That let's say you do overreact. You because you're overcoming it's so painful. You find yourself overreact. Just notice that you overreacted, but it's not you. And don't judge mm-hmm. it. Don't call it good or bad, right or wrong. Just seeing it, just noticing it, which is consciousness, the light of God, It will. he will cause you to overcome it. So don't worry about it. You're overcoming hell. You've been living in hell mm-hmm. thinking you were the hell for a long time. And so you might, you will get caught up for a while, but don't worry about it. Just let it pass on through. Yeah, and um, thank you. And um, and if you do get emotional, you start crying or whatever. Let that pass through. Just cry. Let it pass on through, and don't judge yourself for that. Stop making decisions. Stop making judgments, yeah. and just become a living being, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's and um, I think, and I'm more aware. You know, I guess, you know, just yep. been living the life uh, for so long and just just noticing the difference between um, the actual ego and the actual myself. Yes. And so now, <laughs> and right now it's like, oh, Calandra, <laughs> like you, you have some, I, I know and I see that, that I have an issue with something. Uh, when I was a child, I struggled um with a learning disability. I didn't have a specific one. I don't know if you, if, if I should talk about this on the air or should I just like schedule like a, um, like a time to talk to you on Skype or something or Zoom. But um, I struggle with like a learning disability, I guess, um, like a, like a, maybe like a comprehensive, disability like it takes a it takes a while for me to like catch on you know it has to be repeated a few times before i catch on and why do you call that a disability that's not a disability that's to be don't put a name on that because look at the people who are catching on fast they're dumb as a doorknob (laughs) (laughs) so i wouldn't call it a learning disability because when you're calling it that you're comparing yourself to others and you think okay. you think because they caught on really fast or they seem to learn well, it makes you less than, right? Or it makes you have it you think that it causes you to have a problem. That's not true. So I wouldn't get into to that at all. Let that idea go and just be you. So when I'm like being challenged, like right now, um I have a <laughs> And it's like I, I know I have to face it. Like right now, I have a um, 
a friend that I used to um, used to be friends a long time ago, and we kind of like separated after I got married and stuff like that. You know, because I cleansed my husband, you nice. know, and I was cleansing my husband and stuff like that. And so she didn't like she didn't like the fact that you know we got married and stuff, and, and it's okay, and that's okay. And so now we're back, we're back associates. And stuff, and now it's like she she just say all these wonderful things, and I'm like, okay, I appreciate it, and I can tell that she has an ego on her, and I notice that I don't judge her or anything like that. I don't judge her because it's like I'm aware, right? <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I'm aware, and I know what's going on with her. Yes, and you know, every time I, you know, I see stuff like that, and it's like that's, that's it. That's what Jesse talk about all the time, and I don't judge her or anything like that. It, she she's good, like she's you know, she's trying to get me job offers, you know, um, really nice, good job offers, and I appreciate it. And um, and it's like I get I get a little, no, up to like this, fear comes to me. Fear comes to me because it's like, I don't know if it's like a you're not good enough type of thing, I guess, with me, you know, going back to, okay, I'm going to have to, it's going to take me a minute to learn something, to learn it. And that's, the fear that comes to me you just happens to learn and have to face the fact that, hey, it's going to take you a minute to, you know, comprehend what you're going to have to learn. And, and that, <laughs> that right there, I don't know, like, what is that, Jesse? It's just uh, you're being reminded of a trauma that you went through as a kid, thinking okay. that you had some form of learning disability and no one told you that you didn't. So you're traumatized. And what's beautiful about what's happening now it's when that come, that thoughts and feelings come, be aware of it. And then just, if the job come that you want to take, take the job, but be aware of the thinking and the feeling, and the consciousness will destroy the trauma of the, of the uh, thoughts and the feelings. So that's good that you're experiencing that right now so that you can overcome that. It's just a trauma, and consciousness, the awareness of it, will destroy the lie. It's not who you are. It never was who you are. If someone had, your parents or somebody should have told you, you do not have a learning disability. Don't compare yourself to others. You learn the way you learn. You learn what you need to learn. You will be fine today. So now when you feel it with this friend of yours or anyone, just be aware of that. And the awareness will destroy it. And you would just be able to move on and have your life. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's it's quite amazing, you know, because you know I've just been observing, just been observing a lot, yeah. and I've just been quiet. You see, when I say I've been quiet and not responding, like just just not responding to a lot of stuff like I used to, not nice. overreacting, all that. It is. And it's an amazing feeling because it's like it's like you're not what was told to you. That's right. You know? That's right. You're not like that. And, and so that's how like, I want you with this woman or with jobs and say, just notice you would never had a learning disability or that crap. And now you will overcome yeah. it. If you just notice it and keep moving forward and don't worry about it, all right? Yeah. Okay. Kalada, you want a whole Yes, I will. Okay, I got to take a break. One more hour to go. Man, who I was coming up next. Hate is coming in with hate news. I'll be back in a moment. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy, they're miserable, they have rough lives, they're depressed, suicidal, young and old, of all races. I understand, I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session, if you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. 
best counseling service on this side of heaven. Title 42 ends when the China virus national emergency expires. So we need a real defense against the invasion. And that based Chinese spy balloon, I have uh, more details on that, as well as the tennis player LeBron James. And more firings in the tech industry. Zoom laying off 1300 This is the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023 AD. Stay tuned for hour three, Manhood Hour, coming right up with JLP. Back to your calls. But first, hake news, not fake news. After the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, do catch the hake report, if you be so inclined. Invasion, Title 42, is a distraction. Commie Nonsense Network, CNN reports... The Biden administration told the so-called Supreme Court Tuesday that Title 42 will end in May. That's when the China virus COVID-19 public health emergency expires. Title 42 is a Trump-era public health authority that allows border officials to turn away migrants encountered at the U.S.-Mexico border in the name of the China virus prevention. Republican-led states have argued that the program should be left in place. I think Democrats have argued the same. To slow the number of attempted border crossings. However, barely slowing it, right? It's barely making any dent. However, the authority, which is heavily criticized by public health experts, a bunch of liberals, and immigration immigrant advocates, meaning supporters of the invasion, have largely barred asylum at the border, marking an unprecedented departure from traditional protocol. Its end could restore access to asylum for arriving migrant illegal invaders, allowing them to enter the United States and make their case in immigration court. What a mess. Based Chinese spy balloon? Commie Nonsense Network CNN says the U.S. Navy released new photos of sailors recovering the suspected Chinese spy balloon that the U.S. fighter jets shot down over the Atlantic Ocean on Saturday. Maybe one jet did it. The recovered debris from the balloon is being taken to an FBI laboratory in Virginia for analysis as the U.S. looks to understand its capabilities. The investigation remains ongoing, but U.S. intelligence officials, so-called intelligence, believe the spy balloon is part of a broader Chinese military surveillance operation, so say sources. U.S. does not know the precise size of the fleet of the Chinese surveillance balloons, but sources tell... Common Nonsense Network that the program has conducted at least two dozen missions over at least five continents in recent years. China continues to argue the vessel has a weather balloon, was a weather balloon that drifted off course, and that its path over the U.S. was an accident. <laughs> LeBron James, that tennis player, Common Nonsense Network CNN says LeBron James became the NBA's all-time leading scorer on Tuesday. Wow! Congratulations. Surpassing the record held by six-time NBA MVP uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for 39 years. With 10.9 seconds left in the third quarter of the Los Angeles Lakers game against Oklahoma City Thunder, James scored his 36th point of the game and 38,388th point of his career. He stretched his arms in celebration as the supercharged crowd in Los Angeles went into a frenzy. Officials paused the game to honor him on the court, where his mother, of course, his mother, wife and children also, met and embraced him. I just want to thank you to the Laker faithful. You guys are one of a kind. LeBron James said in a microphone, the accomplishment comes alongside his four NBA championships and four four league MVP awards. Too bad he's a loser in life. More firings in tech. Common Nonsense Network CNN says 1,300. That's how many employees Zoom will lay off. About 15% of its staff, company said on Tuesday, during the scamdemic lockdowns, Zoom reportedly skyrocketed in uh, their revenue when people relied on Zoom to chat with coworkers and friends. Now there's no longer such a huge demand for Zoom's services as more people are returning to office life and in-person interactions. And a man admitted to stealing zoo, man- zoo animals, not Zoom. <laughs> Call me Nonsense Network, CNN says, following a string of suspicious activities at Dallas Zoo. What's going on in Texas? A man has been charged for allegedly stealing monkeys and attempting to steal a leopard. Shameful. Uh, that's that for Call me Nonsense Network news. 
tuned in now to Manhood Hour with Jesse Lee Peterson and tonight Bond Archive Sunday service premiere, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Was it not? Thank you, JLP and Nick, making it happen. And no thanks to Hassan. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we thank him anyway, even though he wasn't here.